0: despite you being a complete and utter jerk we're gonna talk about my topic that we usually get i need to start talking about myself first because you always talk for way longer
1: you can talk as long as you want i enjoy the sound of my own voice i'm egotistical yeah i I
0: I, i've noticed so anyways, i finally finish all 44 episodes of sorry not 44 episodes 44 hours of it
1: so what'd you think
0: Books are always going to be way better than movie because you can get that character development. You could see, like, a book can be 1,400 pages and be perfectly fine. A movie can't be four hours and be good.
1: Well, okay, so counterexample, first off, Lord of the Rings was 7,000 hours long. And it's one of the best movies ever made. Second counterexample, Cloud Atlas, great movie, garbage book. Most of the
0: time, but still, I've told you the things I don't like about it. But as it kind of finally got to the end, it got more of it got more of the horror that I like because it was just doing that, oh, we're being gross for the sake of being gross. And that's parts that I did not like. But outside of that, the fact that the part that I really love towards the end is that it was the whole town of Derry. That it yeah. wasn't just the monster. It like had basically become dairy. And all of the horribleness and all of this the negativity that happened was because of it. And the thing I really liked is that they kept st- telling stories from the past of, like, these incidents that were the starting points for it. So the one where the bank robbers, they come into the town, say they're coming back the next day. And then all the town lines up and just straight up murders them all without, like, police, like, help. Or they just kill them all. Like, <laughs> and then the other one where a guy basically goes into berserker mode, kills six people and no one does anything about that. Yeah. Like everybody just sits and watches it happen. So it shows like that horror is just the scary part of this was not just that there's this monster that feeds on your fear, but also this town is a monster that fears on your weakness as well. Uh, feeds on your weakness as well. And so it's I the apathy. like that part of horror.
1: Yeah. It's the apathy of the people there too. Like, yeah, and, th- that's like, why you can
0: just straight up drive by like someone being cut open and like not even care.
1: And just do nothing. And it's like the same thing at the beginning um, when that guy um, is getting beat up at like the very, is it, I think it's the first chapter of the book um, where it start like the first murder that starts it again. Oh, like, the, whatever, 27 yeah,
0: years. Um, yeah, guy who gets murdered by the yeah. yeah well, and he the, like kind of doesn't nurse. get
1: murdered, but like he's like screaming for help, and there's like people within earshot no, people just like, watching by, it happen and then indifferently. he falls
0: down and then gets taken in by it.
1: But what I will say that I also liked about the book, and this is why, um, oh, what was the character's name? Now it's been too long. Um, which? whose dad saved everybody at the black spot? Who's which? Oh, that was, was that? Mike. Mike. The reason why I liked Mike and his dad so much is that his dad wasn't apathetic. Yeah, He saved so many people by just not being apathetic and not, you know, he could have followed orders and done nothing. You know what I mean? But instead, he like did something heroic and like dangerous and kind of cool and saved like hundreds of people. And I was like, well, that's like a really cool story where you can kind of see that like it is not all powerful. It's not...
0: Yeah, there Unable are people to be- who kind of break out of it. And I yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that character. but So I actually recently watched the movie again, the newest movie, not the original. Recently watched the movie again. And because I had been listening to the book at the time, was kind of disappointed because in the movie, it just feels like Mike pops up. He's a friend for a little bit. And then they go away, do their, they do their thing where like the friends stop liking each other just to get back together, at the, like join yeah, together. At the end. Which doesn't so really does happen in every the book. movie does. And it doesn't happen in the book. They're like leaving each other and coming back was them leaving Derry at the very end and coming back at the very beginning, technically. But, right. So like, and I, so you don't get much of Mike. You don't, you don't get the, like, different relationships, really, of how Ben was the engineer, Eddie was the directional guy, Bill was the leader. It just, you don't get all that. And, honestly, I thought Richie was way more annoying in the book than in the movie, but whatever. <laughs> they, they the, like, kind the of tone him back. The voices and the fact that he's straight-up racist was, like, just very turned off for me. It's, like...
1: It's, it's like, an... It's, it's a difficult, like, kind of middle ground of... Richie was kind of not a great person, and that was that was actually something that I wished had been in the movie. That wasn't is that like Richie did put his foot in his mouth a lot. Like yes. he said things he should not have said. Yeah.
0: beep beep, like, Richie. In
1: yeah, and that that like little thing that they all say to him because they recognize that it's like it's, it's not, not like a real compulsion. Fault. <laughs> but it, he is—he does just like say these things without thinking about it because he thinks it's gonna be funny, and they just kind of have like a, a low key way of being like a little too far. Calm down, you know. Yeah, and I, I like how is they that in the book just
0: beep beep Richie, which means time yeah, to shut like up.
1: <laughs> right, right, like just a little too far. Um, and that does happen in the movie, but it's Pennywise that says it. And to me, that was like a term of that was like almost an affectionate thing that they like recognized a fault in their friend and then just kind of figured out a way to manage it without being rude to him. So when Pennywise says it, it kind of felt like a betrayal of that a little bit where it became like something to ridicule him. So that kind of bothered me a little bit that they, for one thing, kind of nerfed how vulgar he was because it just made him acceptable when he wasn't supposed to be but they like nobody liked him because he was caustic he was a jerk
0: (laughs) and so the whole thing with it that i found disappointing about the movie is that like you said when we first started talking about it was that they made the clown super scary and the clown wasn't the clown itself wasn't scary you don't actually in the book see the clown that much you see the other monsters wearing the clown outfit but you don't see the clown that much
1: well and to me the scariest and, part of the book was that bully um what, what's his name oh, henry gosh.
0: bowers yeah and the fact that like it possessed people like that it basically towards the end possesses henry bowers and his friends and that a lot more of the just terribleness of that group of bullies was shown in the book And you just get henry as being this unstoppable force of evil
1: well and well, what's interesting and to me with the movie. Yeah. So. What's interesting to me with Henry in the book is that like when he's a kid, you can see like that little pennywise twist that makes him go like completely insane. Yeah. But it's like he's so sad and tragic in a way because like you understand where his racism comes from and it's not from nothing. He was raised by a racist. Yeah, and he was
0: always told that it was the black people's fault that everything's wrong with their Yeah, family. that so it was Mike's family's fault. Thinks, and honestly, that kind of happens. I mean, just very quick political. That kind of happens in America today where we were told, yeah. people are told one thing. It's like, oh, it's all Obama, so all of this. We're going to change the, just going to throw that out the just toilet flush moment.
1: Well, and I absolutely agree with you. And I think that's why it's in the book is that it, it is kind of an example of seeing like how someone goes from being just a normal person to being nuts, like to think yeah. to blaming all of their problems on this one family that looks a little bit different. And it's because their dad was like a failure that just needed an outlet to blame it on. And again, Mike's da- like that scene where um I don't remember like Henry Bauer's dad is like What's threatening Bauer's? Mike's dad. Yeah. And then like Mike's dad stands up to him and it's like, Oh geez. Like Mike's dad is really cool. And yeah. that's like all those moments of like Mike's family being awesome are completely lost in the movie. Yeah, which it's is fine because they
0: just killed them off in the movie. It's like, oh yeah, it's like I'm actually watched yeah. that by my grandpa who like has five lines in this movie. And yeah, all, and it's like just kill it. Brr.
1: Yeah, and it's like that's not what Mike's Mike's relationship with his parents was like the best one out of everyone in that group. Yeah, like yeah. he loved and Straight respected really. his dad. His dad was a good guy who just wanted to farm, (laughs) you know? It was like... Is that just what is to live his life
0: and then he lived his life?
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically. And and so that, to me, was really disappointing. Well, and that's why a
0: lot of it in the movie made Mike just feel like a side character rather than actually part of the group.
1: Well, and I I don't want to, like, put this too, like, vulgarly or bluntly. He kind of felt like... A token character you
0: can say that because that's what i'm thinking honestly you can say that yeah it's yeah that's it's completely like fair they
1: removed like the only thing about his character in the movie was that he was a black person in a town that was racist that's yes. what his character was instead of like in the book you they never like like when it's from his perspective he's not like and me as a black man you know no. like that's not how he talks he, he just talks like a person
0: he is pretty much the voice of Derry and what ha- like, he's the eyes into what this crazy town is because he's been there from the very beginning yeah. and his family has yeah, been and like a yeah and he's like a historian
1: yeah but and, and that to me was another thing that the book like nailed was it made racism seem so stupid when you have this like supremely relatable and human family <laughs> Well, then these, like, vile people just hate for no reason. And I mean, like,
0: it's a book, so you can't really see the character, but Mike never felt like a specifically black character to me. He was a character right. who was black rather than being a black, like, made to be a black character, if that makes any sense. He, was, yeah, I the mean, book, it he does. wasn't the token black guy. He wasn't the black guy for the sake of having a black guy, which that's what it felt like in a movie. In the book, yeah. he was an essential part of the team, and I thought that was great.
1: Right right and and i think that that's what i mean about like it made the like racism seem so stupid and just senseless because it was when you have a character like mike you know what i mean it's like he's not an exaggerated stereotype he's like i'm just a guy like there's nothing weird about me um so i and yeah that was something that i loved about the book that i think it nailed it
0: was a i think once again the book was a lot better than the movie after watching it. i did enjoy the movie i really need to stop doing the thing where i watch the movie and read the book i need to pick one or the other i like totally decided to do that a couple years ago and i enjoyed life a lot better because of it but now i'm like but what actually happens because again you leave out a lot in books so then i went back and read through all yeah. of harry potter and, and like oh there's so much that the book changed. Uh, sorry, that the movie changed or left out. With it, there's so much that yeah. the movie changed or left out. We got just straight up seeing Beverly's dad as being a creepy rapist, and then in the book, it was less subtle than that. It was kind of a build rather than suddenly he's a rapist.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Like the thing with Beverly's, like her relationship with her parents is is also more screwed up when you like her mom's there the whole time just yeah she has a mom
0: and her mom asked if her dad has done anything to her and then just like yeah never mind and just brushes it off
1: yeah and her dad it's it's that apathy and
0: just it's i don't know they just they left out like important things are changed important things in the book I'm sorry, in the movie that we don't get to see and they left out, like, a lot of the different monsters and a lot of the different things that they played on, the fears, like the werewolf and all of that, they left out of the movie. We get to see it have werewolf claws for, like, one moment, but we don't see that ever again. We don't get the whole, whole thing with the macroverse and, like, it being from outer space and being, like, a great h and We don't get any of that, which I thought was super cool. And that whole, like, yeah, last battle. It's, like it's I one said of those... in the Harry Potter episode, the last battle scene in books is just always really fun for me. Like, Harry's last battle against Voldemort, when I read Velveteen versus the um, Super Patriots, that last battle was awesome. This last battle was really cool. They're flying through space, and suddenly Richie jumps in, and all that. It's
1: what? Yeah. Why did
0: you leave all that out? Which I get, you want to be just a generic horror movie and don't want to pull in it, it was an alien, and there's this turtle that's helping you out you don't want to pull that in so I get that but still just yeah
1: and that's where like I understand and this is a Stephen King problem and a Stephen King transition to film problem he writes very like metaphysical like battles (laughs) everything is like feels like it's in a constant state of metamorphosis in his books if that makes sense like things turn into other things and shift being and all this stuff and when you write that it's really easy to say Pennywise turned into a giant spider that is only a finger of the ancient being that lives in the outer verse. That's one sentence. (laughs) And your brain doesn't have to put an exact picture to that. But when you film it, you do have to put a picture to that.
0: Well, apparently in the original movie series, they actually did show spider Pennywise in the second part.
1: It's a, it's a stop motion spider and it looks terrible, but they don't do the thing where they bite tongues and get pulled out into space. Well, the, um, it's
0: not physically biting tongues is how I took it. It's
1: Yeah, yeah it's like a metaphor, but at one point they like, say that he has tongue in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. like it's weird because he's getting pulled. It, it, he's it's getting a whole pulled thing, towards
0: but, the true existence and true the dead lights, which they kind of show in the movie when his mouth opens and you see the swirling lights.
1: To me, like, what they should have done in the movie that I think they missed is that what beats Pennywise, it's really bad. What beats Pennywise is, like, their belief that they can beat Pennywise. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of a tropey thing to put in a kid's book is where, like, the power of hope wins. But it is their willingness to stand up to Pennywise is what makes him powerless, which is actually kind of an important message when thinking about, like... Apathy is really the thing that enables this it force to do something bad, right? Yeah. Um. So just standing up to it is part of what stops it being active. So they nodded to it in the movie because um, what's his name shoots him with that gas gun when there's no cartridges left with it. Yeah. He shoots it and it still shoots him. He
0: believes that like he said, oh, it reminds me of acid. This is acid. I believe this is acid. So he shoves it down his mouth and sprays and it comes out as acid. Because of the belief yeah. that...
1: Well, uh, in the movie, though, they do the same thing, but they don't, like, make it specific enough. Like, there's that... Ga- there's, like, the pneumatic gun that they use to kill sheep yeah, at the beginning. stupid. And it's unloaded, and he still manages to shoot him with it because he, like, believes it's loaded. But it uh. wasn't specific enough, and it was supposed to be a lot more widespread than that. Um, Like, they all kind of had their moment to stand up to him. Instead, they just, like just beat him up you with know bats just like stood stuff. in a circle and yeah they they just did the end of uh what's it called <laughs> the zombie movie oh gosh Shaun of the dead uh Shaun of the dead well, they yeah they just the Shaun of the, beat the dead the bar scene
0: don't stop me now which is the greatest scene in any zombie movie
1: yeah yeah they just did that instead so
0: <laughs> oh gosh yeah they that was a letdown that. that's hilarious dude but anyways, it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Now I need something else to listen to. I might do Night Vale or, or the other one that you listed. So do,
1: I I would say and this is like me being all like poopy and pretentious, I think Wolf 359 is a better podcast. Um Welcome to Night Vale is a little bit more low key. It's more just kind of like funny and lighthearted. Okay. Wolf 359 after 60 episodes like the person that suggested it to me started crying when she finished it, so it's it gets kind of heavy. Like, yeah, it it's a kind of a bittersweet ending, and like,
0: okay, I'll I'll check it out. I I will. This is me actually saying I will actually check it out, rather than my usual like I'll check it out and not checking it out. But anyways, <laughs> as usual, we've talked too long. We got to get jeez. Oh, we got to get to the actual podcast we do and not our movie book
1: oh. podcast. Oh. Hey, I just need to own up to something. What? There's like a 30% chance that my world is a yellow card. I just want to let you no, know that up dude, front. We're starting to
0: just not follow the prompts is what is happening.
1: <laughs> no, my world is <laughs> No, I mean.
0: My world is very long. Try. My world's very long because I once again tried to do what I did with Anime World and do like an oral history for my um society history so it's long but i like the style i wrote it in i'm really proud of the style i wrote it in so we'll, we'll get to that and that's all she wrote thank you for listening to this bonus episode i had to cut this out of the other episode so it didn't become way too long but go back and listen to magic and science because that's where these two episodes connect thank you for your time and keep listening to world shop